Anyway. Well, what does sound like this <laughs> is... <laughs> no, that's no good. <laughs> <laughs> How's it going? Uh, wait, was that the intro? Was that the start? Did you? Are we? Did you greet me? <laughs> <laughs> it's going okay. We had a, another fabulous party last night, and I stayed up too late, but that's okay because I was off today. Hooray, hurrah, oh, as Greg Proops says. Yeah, mm. so not bad. Cool. Um, Greg Proops. Yes, I listen mm-hmm. to his uh, "Smartest Man in the World" podcast uh-huh. uh, quite frequently. He's been he's been doing that a while, hasn't he? I think so. Yeah. But he he meshed it with his act i think so he does Uh, it live uh, a lot of times yeah so he does ramble on (laughs) (laughs) yeah Yeah, that's what i find fun about him he he's kind of like now that i think about it he's kind of like um a a dick cabot in the sense that he likes to do a lot of inside baseball inside hollywood a lot of asides and right you know references based references right he does he does that a lot but he also he also explains a lot. He has a, a vast knowledge of the history of rock and roll and mm-hmm. I, does, is it baseball also? I think he knows no, baseball just, really, really well. Well, he uh, may. But, well, uh, he announces, um, I think, the Negro League award show every year. Mm. I think they have him back. I know he's done it t- a, a, a couple times. Scour the professional ranks, the American League, the National League, the Negro League. I'm on my way, sir. Oh, and Smithies. You have 24 hours. Yes. So, um, but I think, yeah, I think he, he's got uh, a few areas of encyclopedic knowledge and, you know, sort of a jack-of-all-trades approach, Dennis Miller style, yeah. to a lot of other things. Mm-hmm. With, a, with a much more compatible with me, politics. Certainly. <laughs> we'll see that. I don't want to be a negative Nelly, but yeah, <laughs> kind of nasal it up. Hooray, hurrah, from the salubrious confines of the <laughs> Cassidy Club in downtown Ohio, or downtown Cincinnati. <laughs> Once again, the smartest man in the world podcast takes the airwaves. So Very good. That's what he says. Yeah. <laughs> if yeah. I can find it, I'll put a clip there. Very good, yeah. yeah. Salubrious. <laughs> so, All right. I don't know, the year is proceeding apace. I've um, almost finished my new newsletter, mm-hmm. the, week, the weekly thing. I think I'd like to put it out on Saturday. I've noticed yesterday... I got quite a few newsletters myself. So to add uh, another one on Friday, maybe I don't want to be in that mix. Mm-hmm. Let's keep it to Saturday. I'm trying to find, like, you know, like we do um, Mondays now. That's not a bad day to put a podcast out. Mm-hmm. A lot of stuff comes in on Fridays mm-hmm. as starts on Mondays. People either listen uh, during their weekly commutes or they like to listen on the weekends. Well, I think. A lot of creators like to wrap up a week. Like, mm. here's stuff that I noticed this week, mm-hmm. and it's they do it on Friday because it's the end of the traditional work week. Right. But I don't know. I don't have one of those, so <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter that much to me. So yeah, retail life. <laughs> <laughs> and I I have a regular week, but yeah. I don't talk about anything. <laughs> Usually, having right. to do with my week. Sure. Not my work week, anyway. It's a boring slab of nothing. 
No, there's a, I'm sure there's tons of stuff that happens. It's just um, for, for privacy reasons. We can't delve too far yeah. into it. Exactly. This isn't exactly a music share, although it is, but uh, it's not my music share. <laughs> official music share. Okay. Uh, so we stumbled on a few weeks ago a guy by the handle of Casper Baby Pants. <laughs> yes. And I know him well. Oh, good. Uh, he he's very he's in the same vein as Perry Grip. I guess a bit. I would say, sure. you know, maybe not quite as um, wacky. <laughs> yeah. You know, and right. and geared a little more toward a younger audience. True, I, w- I would say, and so perhaps could, more sincere. I would say. Yeah. Okay. And so he, uh, we stumbled on the Stump Hotel mm-hmm. for just a very brief clip of it here. When you check into the Stump Hotel, get a segmented bed, and you'll sleep really well. They're all vacant at the Stump Hotel. Get a splintery room with a musty old smell. Rest little pest at the Stump Hotel. The French ladybug maid is named Mademoiselle. When you check out of the Stump Hotel, a bellboy bug brings your bags and bids you farewell. At the Stump Hotel, the woodwork tastes all right. Eat your way in from outside. Try the banana slug pie. When you check into the Stump Hotel, get a segmented bed, and you'll sleep really well. Uh huh. Yeah. And and then we, I have listened to now, um, free couch probably at least a, a dozen times in the last few days. That one's pretty good. That's good hooks. Yeah. One of the, the favorites of the little girl. Sure. She really likes cash for baby pants now. Well, um, so. I'm glad to hear that. Um, mm-hmm. I know Casper Baby Pants because it's a pseudonym of Chris Ballou, who is the lead singer, bass sitar player, and lyricist for Presidents of the United States of America. Oh. And I love everything right? Chris Ballou does. And so I. I Try to keep an eye on his many projects. This this is one of them, and they're they're a Seattle band, uh, mm-hmm. so they were a Seattle band. So they knew all of the grunge musicians, and as um, as I said when I played them before, like I, I shared you know one of their things before, I believe they have a they've got a dark side that fits in well with the Seattle scene, <laughs> but it isn't really well publicized or noted because. You know, most people know the, those couple of hits that are pretty bouncy and happy. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, there's some 
there's some dark underbelly in there in a few in a few tunes. Mm-hmm. But it is always, almost always, you know, very happy music, and um, it's just a the dark stuff is just a component of the you know the goofball nature that Chris Ballou tends to project. Mm-hmm. And he writes a lot, like that. You know, yeah. you're not surprised he had to keep going because um, he always did a lot of side stuff, even when he was doing the presidents. Mm-hmm. These, yeah, cute cartoony videos. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, uh, not just cartoony; they're cartoons. Which um, that some New Zealand company picked up and or, or produced. I don't mm-hmm. think they did them specifically for Casper Baby Pants, because I think it's just uh, the music, right, that he does. Not a show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not a show. No, he. It seems like. Um, I mean, he has albums mm-hmm. on there. I was surprised that the tunes were, you know, like eight, nine years old. Yeah, a lot, a lot of them. But the videos or the cartoons made for them, made to them, were yeah, another couple companies. Mm-hmm. They have credits afterwards, but I don't recall. We'll put it so, in the show notes. Mm-hmm. So good. So we got to find banana bread. What is it? I made you this song, and it's only one minute long. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Got that one today, yeah. uh-huh. so those were fun. Mm-hmm. You could talk about your oh. actual music chair if you want. You saw, Time. wait, you saw Rise of Skywalker, Rise of Skywalker, Rise of Skywalker, Skywalker. Yes, I told you about it. Yeah, did we and, talk and about, you found out about the movie from me? And then, well, <laughs> yes, just a little I bit. Not, the Star, <laughs> what is the Star Wars? Thing? Have you seen any of the Star Wars? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I discussed a bit about it, and you right. said you had seen enough that okay. it wouldn't be spoilers. Right. Um, but we haven't talked since you've seen the, the film. Well, maybe we should do a bit about that. Maybe we should. All right, then. Well, the I Rise saw, of Skywalker. I saw Rise of Skywalker this past week. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think it, maybe it was literally... No, I think it was Tuesday. <laughs> so I, uh, I was surprised that I liked it as much as I did. Yeah. I, I was expecting some meh. And to be honest, I sort of lost interest <laughs> partway through, you know, about halfway maybe. I was like, all right, come on, let's wrap it up. <laughs> but um, I I'm, might put that down to my general Star Wars fatigue. Mm. Sort of, uh, The Mandalorian was an exception in that it's very a very different kind of show. You know, the setting is the same, but otherwise it's pretty different mm-hmm. than, than all the others. Well, you, you liked Rogue One. I liked Rogue One. Was, yeah, um, I didn't think any of them were great in the way that mm-hmm. I thought Star Wars was great as a kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and Empire Strikes Back. Um, the, I still enjoy Empire Strikes Back, but the 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 weird things in it are jarring to me now. Mm-hmm. Like uh, several of the dialogue bits are hard to watch. It's just it's eye rollingly strange. <laughs> but yeah, in general, um, and I've already, I mean, I've basically memorized them, so I don't, right. <laughs> don't need to see them again. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I was not necessarily going to see this, but the pull of, you know, wanting a, <laughs> the whole wrap up, like that, that appeal, like this mm-hmm. ties it all together, folks, was very strong. And I said, I shall not resist. Yeah. There's a lot of fun stuff in it. And I thought Adam Driver and Daisy Ridley were terrific. They were really, really good. Yeah, um, I agree. Adam Driver took a villain that could have easily, you know, just been cartoonish, the way Palpatine is cartoonish, mm-hmm. and um, you know, made brought, brought a lot of humanity and struggle 
internally that isn't in the words, I would say. Adventure. I was mentioning something I read that he doesn't say a word except for ow <laughs> for like the last half hour of the film. <laughs> right. Even though he's on screen. Right. Um, a few times. So that's interesting too. And and he still manages to, to convey appropriate emotions. Yeah. His and internal state. He, yeah. He definitely yeah. is amazing at bringing that out. And well, other stuff that more, I see him in, it's the same. I thought he was way better in this one than he was in the previous. I think he had a lot more to work with in right. this one. Sure. But the, his first appearance was a little... Uh, he was too immature for somebody that, you know, just kind of sprang on the screen fully formed, as mm. far as we know. Mm-hmm. He just shows up and he has this uh, persona yeah. that we know nothing about. It's odd <laughs> mm. that that he that he... I don't know. He's just kind of like a whiner. Uh, sure. In the first in the first appearance. Well, it runs versus... the family. <laughs> versus this one where he was a lot more fleshed out, I, yeah. I believe. You know. Yeah. So yeah, he, he did a great job. I did like that. I liked uh, I liked Babu Frick a lot. Um, hey. With, oh, the little the little guy. Yeah, I've been doing the, that impression a lot of that. For people at work. <laughs> <laughs> the ride is ready. <laughs> we rewound that little piece about a, a dozen times. The, uh, the, the memory go blank. Blank, blank. <laughs> Very good. Yeah, he is good. good uh, and uh, the other, what's the other bit that I liked? It's really pretty. I mean, it's a beautiful film. <laughs> oh, definitely. Set yeah, design yeah. Uh, concepts and all mm-hmm. the the lovely cinematic painting. Yeah. Um, the ocean. Uh, yeah, that's right. Storm. Exactly. Yeah. All that stuff is really All great. that stuff. Um, and uh, that's interesting that the Death Star made a cameo too. Well, I, again, you know, I, I like all that stuff visually. I just mm-hmm. don't necessarily want to see it in a movie for, you know, a half hour. Mm-hmm. Like I don't need that much stuff, I guess. <laughs> so, um, I think Star Wars was 70-something minutes. Am I wrong? Is that all? Um, Hour and ten? Okay, 121. All right. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, Star Wars itself, tight two hours. Mm -hmm. Everything else bounces off of that one film. Of course. Mm -hmm. But And then what was this, like two hours and 40? Uh, Yeah, well, it's it's, uh, 142. Oh. So 20 minutes. Uh, 220, yeah. I would have, yeah. I would have been totally fine if it was 20 minutes shorter but yeah <laughs> that's just some old guy talking i guess i'm not really not really sure in addition to the dragging and the um <laughs> strange set pieces there was you know there was other stuff that i thought was a little red herringy hmm. it was uh unnecessary maybe um, oh the wait shall we we probably shouldn't spoil her um probably Should not. we probably do not. we care no okay. i i i wouldn't the thing, well we'll just say the thing with with chewbacca well right? one of <laughs> sure i thought that okay. was weird yeah um and i still thought they might figure out a way that you know mm-hmm. then but then oh of course it's just right. that whole yeah. sequence is is odd because I don't know why they are being attacked at certain moments and aren't mm-hmm. being attacked at certain moments. Right. The choreography yeah, yeah. of who is looking where uh, <laughs> with what weapons, I guess. Um, 
didn't, didn't make sense to me. Uh-huh. It's very convenient that they are not fired upon when they don't yeah. need to be and captured <laughs> suddenly when mm-hmm. they need to be. Mm-hmm. Right? That's weird. Yeah, so, yeah, I hear you on that. that uh, the, and, the, and the whole thing is a little pat. It's, a, it's wrapped mm-hmm. up in a bow for everybody. And yeah. I, I know you had to, I know he had to do that <laughs> because they said it is. Um, mm-hmm. What was the other thing I forgot? There's one more thing. Like Ian McDermott is fine. He, he does what he's supposed to do. And Who's that? Is really good at it. Uh, Palpatine. Okay. That was. Uh, he's always been, you know, a fine actor. <laughs> you know, chewing the the scenery as he goes. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, Billy D. Williams uh, kind of forgot how to act. <laughs> it's just terrible. Man. <laughs> He's just smiling and having. He's just glad, glad to be he just here. Came to lounge around a Star Wars set. Good for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so um, it's a little jarring to have the fan service parts in with some serious performances. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> um, I don't like that they didn't know what to do with Finn and Poe, so they just uh-huh. kept them going on the same track. Like they're just exactly the same at the end of the film as they are at the beginning. Uh-huh. So did they need to be there at all? Me. <laughs> so <laughs> at least as prominently i mean yeah like yeah emperor strikes back yeah you, you get rid of han he comes back at the beginning of return of the jedi but then one of the things that i find less appealing about jedi is that that scene should have been at the end maybe or towards the climax maybe hmm. the climax should have been getting han back because he he kind of is in the way <laughs> in return of the jedi <laughs> Like mm. it's unnecessary in the, most of it but you know he's the same like he's he's the same person at the end basically as he is at the beginning whereas leah and luke go through some some other changes well, especially if she's now leah oh well that also <laughs> leah it makes me uncomfortable uh-huh. to be so precise <laughs> um data look at this Data. What? My name. It is pronounced Data. Oh? You called me Data. (laughs) What's the difference? One is my name. The other is not. (laughs) Enough criticisms. Well, in spite of all that, I actually didn't feel it dragging. I think most people didn't. I think most people thought it was a rip-roaring... Uh, yeah, right. Of thrill spills, <laughs> kills. <laughs> oh, thrill spills, chills, and kills. That was it. <laughs> I, I really enjoyed it, in spite of a couple of spots of uh, yeah, one of them that we just mentioned, and uh, a couple of spots of the of the CGI. Mm-hmm. But otherwise, it, it was good, and I you know let myself be taken away by by it, and was okay with that. Although, if it had been its own standalone and not part of the of a series uh-huh. you know if we didn't have such a long history with the franchise that would be a separate deal sure you know and i have been known to fall asleep in a in a at a movie yeah no. yep same uh, so <laughs> so you know these days you no know, no danger of that this time so that was good okay which brings me to my music share oh yeah it's a <laughs> it's a cover by a band called postmodern jukebox this particular one is featuring a, a singer. Her name is Allison Young, mm-hmm. and she is singing a very different version of 
ELO's Mr. Blue Sky. Yeah. <laughs> Stop raining, everybody's in the play. Well, don't you know it's a beautiful new day? Running down the avenue, see how the sun shines brightly in the city, on the streets where once was pity. Tell us why you'd have to hide away for so long Where did we go wrong? Mr. Blue Sky, please tell us why you'd have to hide away for so long at it too that yeah um, covers are are tricky especially with such iconic hits but Mm -hmm. that was really fun this is so different it's Mm -hmm. just made into a you know a critter yeah old school jazz piece right it changes it in a way that works for the song you know the 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 music and lyrics the tune and the lyrics still fit that style right that was that was really great to yeah to see it interpreted (laughs) that way Indeed, and I would well, it took me a little bit to figure out what song it was. Mm-hmm. Well, sometimes first. you'll hear a cover and it'll be like, ah, yeah, that's cool. They just, you know, they made an acoustic slowed down version of the thing. Mm-hmm. Or a speeded up punk version of the thing. One <laughs> of those two yeah. kind of things. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's, it's funny. Um, we came across a, a band called Heavy Saurus, mm-hmm. and they are a Finnish metal band <laughs> of dragon dinosaur creatures that plays uh, metal for children. Like they have a they have a kids show apparently, uh-huh. um, or maybe a movie. I'm not really sure what how they're, it works. They're they're costumed. Yes. Okay. Um, and their faces are weirdly animated. Like the you can tell it's people in a costume, but you know they CGI their eyes and mouths oh. of the costumes to you know to the dialogue. Uh-huh. So it's very strange to see the first time. There's some videos and stuff, and it's just, I don't know. That's very Finnish. <laughs> metal kids show. I mean, they're a metal band that caters to children, so. 
<laughs> that's all. Why not? <laughs> yes. And that's why they're the happiest country. <laughs> or I, I don't know why it made me think, think of it, but it's just, it, it was like it's an offshoot. You, you don't necessarily think of metal as kids' music. Mm-hmm. but No, I do not. As a style, you know, it could be anything, I suppose. And for, for those kids, I mean, it's everywhere in Finland. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, metal is central to, <laughs> to Finnish identity, almost. Between that and classical, strangely. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a, uh, yeah. Well, I mean, they are highly educated. Uh, true. Highly and well educated. Right. So. Good job, Finland. Mm-hmm. Um, well, should we do back to back music share? Yeah, you might as well. Uh, my m- music share is uh, an artist I have admired. Um, Madison Cunningham delivered one of my favorite albums of 2019, and just dropped a new single that is uh, is really good, characteristically good. She's always good. Yeah, just like uh, just came out two days ago. Yeah, yeah. So I had to pop it on, and it's it's great. It is. I enjoyed it immensely. your brother why he's a bully in denial blaming you all the while for when your dad left the frame and there was no one else to blame how long can you take the smoke before you have to lie to yourself you say you're on your last cigarette pack But you're not a 1950s ad I hate to say It's just another thing to blame For the burden and the stress For the heartache and the mess you entertain Will you put your money down On which part of you is next To slip down the train Nothing, nowhere, no one, no one else to blame Another stick catches the spoke But no one sees you fly You're gonna take the ground in style Go down a leather and crocodile Find some laundry pins and hang up a smile My my superlatives runneth dry <laughs> because she's got a, a sort of Rufus Wainwright character. I know that some other people have said that, but um, there's a kind of cabaret quality to both of their uh, songs sometimes. Yeah, well, it's really intimate. True. This one is yeah yeah different. She she does several sort of really quiet songs. Where it's almost a whispery vocal, hmm. and yeah, it's very close in that one. She also has um, you know some more you know faster up songs with some I don't want to say I don't want to say funny lyrics, but you know whimsical or hmm. you know some different stuff. Yeah, but it always uh, always a dry wit in the same way that Rufus does. So she's amazing. Yeah, highly recommended. It was a little 
unusual harmonically. It was a pleasant surprise to hear what she was doing there. Mm-hmm. She's a very good guitarist. Yeah, she's a. You should. I say you should. People should check out her her live videos. She mm. she plays and sings, and yeah, there's, there's quite a, a number of things online. All right, well, I shall. And I note a confidence in her delivery. Mm-hmm. She's very sure as a singer. I don't know why. Yeah. That could come across, but somehow it does. Yep. I, I'm going to agree. <laughs> yeah, that's part of the intimate nature of it, I think. It's not just, you know, closely present. Mm-hmm. She's there, for lack of a better word. She's selling it mm-hmm. well. Yeah. Well, she's she's good at phrasing. Mm-hmm. So the way she structures her, you know, ups and downs and makes a point of certain, you know, words, punctuates and all that. Yeah, very well um, very deftly done. Indeed. Yeah, so what else? I don't know. I don't often really like your standard playlist. How dare you? I know. No, I'm <laughs> I am. Uh, I am often intrigued, and uh, and I do enjoy some. But this one I really liked sure. quite a lot. Enough to well, you know, like I'll say, oh yeah, that was nice on on some of them, uh-huh. but I won't seek out a re-listen. Sure, but you, you know, definitely like went back and listened to that entire King Gizzard and Lizard Wizard album, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> of course. Well, I I now have their uh, collected works on Blu-ray, <laughs> which you could do worse at. They're all very different. Like you, the one thing you can almost guarantee is that the next thing is not going to sound like that. <laughs> mm. If if you want to send us an email about your gizzard, you can send it to <laughs> bros at it's just called two brothers dot com. Uh, if you tweet uh, anywhere. <laughs> You can tweet at us at IJC2B. Mm-hmm. And you have a newsletter that's coming out. I do. Uh, another been, episode. Yeah, another episode. Episode? Um, uh, edition. No. A- a- edition. Ah, edition. Thank you. Yeah, and I'm... Uh, <laughs> I don't know what has happened to my my, <laughs> my image blog, but I've got to get that back on track. I have images piling up, but I'm not... Uh, I keep forgetting to post them. It's very strange. Hmm. Um, but the newsletter, yeah, you can find that at buttondown.email slash pronologus. That's P-R-N-O-L-A-G-U-S. I will put a link in the show notes. Wouldn't that be porno? No, P-R-O-N-O. What did I say? Oh, P-R-N-O? P-R-N-O. P-R-O-N-O-L-A-G-U-S. Ah, okay. I'll link it. Yeah, I'm going to put a... I'll have to put a little box on my website or something so that I can just send people there. Pronologus is too hard to... To tell, to tell people after all that. Yeah, once but, once you link it in the show notes, then it's just mm, a point and click. Yep. Yeah, man, I'll tell you what, that dang old internet, man, you just go on there and point and click, get in there and talk about www.com, and you got that naked chicks on there, man. You go click, 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 click. It's real easy, man. Ooh, you haven't done a King of the Hill reference in a long time. No, it's still pretty. That's still one of my favorites. <laughs> uh, what was that one where he... Uh, we should stop recording.